Dear listener, welcome to your favorite New Life program. This is Adventist All Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Fred B. Lutin is on standby with the health segment. Today, he'll be talking about feet care. Thereafter, Pastor Kigundu Ndwige will be joining us during the Bible segment to talk about God's assurance. But first, let us listen to Advent Homecoming Ensemble with the song and the glory of the Lord. Welcome back, dear listener. It's time for the health segment with Fred Bill Otieno. Be blessed. Fit is one of the most hardworking parts of your body. Every step you take brings the entire weight of your body into the feet. What attention do you give to your feet? All parts in your body need a lot of hygiene, so should your feet. It is always good to keep your feet healthy. And how do you do this? Don't go away. Wash your feet thoroughly on a daily basis, then dry it completely with special care 
to in between your toes since these are the areas which are affected by fungi or bacteria. Also, you should always keep the nails short. Do this by cutting them short and filing them. What do you use to remove the hard skin in your feet? Use of pumice stone is discouraged since this encourages regret of the same. Instead, use foot cream to get rid of this unwanted skin. Anytime you leave your house, remember to dust some powder before putting shoes, for this will help reduce the rate of sweating. Several problems face your feet. Next, look at some of them and how to get over them. Atlas foot. It is a fungal infection that causes irritation and odor. However, this can be prevented by either keeping your feet completely dry or applying antifungal gel. The second problem is swollen, aching feet. This can be as a result of walking long distances or putting too tight shoes, though other times may be as a result of pregnancy. Put your feet up when you can during the day to reduce swelling. Massage with cream to relieve pain. Also remember to give your feet rest while relaxing. If the weather is warm, you should wear flat sandals and during cold weather, put on socks, especially when retiring to bed. How often do you visit a salon for manicure? It is not only in the salon where it can be done. You can carry a simple one in your house at least every two weeks. How do you do it? I will be back. Be tuned. Welcome back. If you have just tuned in to your radio, we have been looking at feet care. And now we are looking on how to carry out a simple pedicure. Make sure you have the following materials. The towel, basin, cuticle remover, orange stick, foot scrub, baby oil, nail file, warm soapy water, base coat, nail polish, and top coat. If you have the materials, you're now ready for the exercise. How do you do it? File your nails and keep the sides straight. Soak your feet in a basin of warm water. Scrub the feet using foot scrub to make them smooth. Clean the feet with warm soapy water and dry them. Massage the foot for good blood circulation. Rub over each nail with cotton, pad soaked in nail remover. This prepares an oil-free base on which to apply nail polish. Choose nail polish of the preferred color, then finish with applying the top coat. To avoid painting the toes, cut a sponge into triangular shapes and use it to apply your toes separate. Dear listener, the future of your feet in old age depends on how you are going to care for them today. That was our weekly health program where we are looking at foot care. I wish you all the best as you give your foot care the best care you can ever think of. God bless you. I have been your presenter, Fred Billy Otiono. Welcome back, dear listener, and I hope that you're enjoying the program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, you can write to the producer, Adventist All Radio, PO Box 42276, Code 00, 
100 Nairobi, Kenya, or drop an email at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Let us now have an item from Advent Homecoming in symbol entitled, Hear My Prayer. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I invite Pastor Kigundu Ndwiga. Welcome, Pastor. Dear listener, today we want to talk about God's assurance. If you die today, how sure are you that you have eternal life? If Jesus was to come now, would you go with him to heaven? There are many people who have attended church for years who are still not absolutely certain. Being sure you have eternal life involves being certain of your decision to trust in Jesus Christ as Savior. I want to share with you the following four truths that explain this important decision. The first truth is that God, who is our creator, loves us. When we read John 3 verse 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 10 verse 10, which is my favorite passage, says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I, that is Jesus, have come that they may have life and have it to the full. 
Love is translated from the Greek word agape, which describes a love that is spiritual more than emotional. Whereas emotional love is often self-centered, agape love values the thing loved and seeks its best no matter the cost to the one loving it. The second truth is that our sins have separated us from God. When we read Romans 3 verse 23, this is what it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And then in Romans 6 verse 23, Paul adds, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you see, the penalty for our sin is death. And when we talk about this death, this death is more than just our bodies dying. It is spiritual separation from God. And when God will establish his everlasting kingdom, this separation will become eternal. The separation between sinful man and God is so, so vast that no matter how good we may be, we are completely powerless to bridge it. The third truth is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross for our sins. When you read John 14, verse 6, it says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And when we read Romans 5, verse 8, it says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So God offered his son, Jesus Christ, as penalty or payment for our sins. And when Jesus died on the cross, he paid his death. When Jesus died on the cross, his death paid the penalty for our sins. That is why eternal life can only be found through Christ. And I want to underscore that eternal life can only be found through Christ. So the fourth truth is we must receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. When you read John 1 verse 12, this is powerful. It says, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. The phrase receive Christ is used to describe the act of believing in Christ as Lord and Savior and trusting in all he has done on the cross to purchase our forgiveness. And that's why Paul underscores this truth in Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 when he says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Now, there is a very powerful passage which, when we read, it gives us the assurance that we have eternal life. And that is found in 1 John 5, verse 11 to 13. It says, And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Then John adds, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Now, dear listener, 
I want us to analyze this passage briefly. It has powerful truths that fill our hearts with assurance and certainty of eternal life. Listen. The first truth is God has given us eternal life. This passage does not say that God will give us, but God has given us. He has already done it. It is something that has been provided for us. Now, the second thing we glean from this passage is that that eternal life is in his son. Dear friend, we are not to look for eternal life in any other place. Eternal life is only found in his son, Jesus Christ, and nowhere else. There's something else we can also get from this passage, that the one who has a son has life. Therefore, it is only the possession of the son that brings life eternal into our souls. Still, from that passage, we get this other truth. If anyone does not have the son, he does not have eternal life. Yes, you may live an admirable moral life. You may be known for many good things that you have done. But when it comes to possessing eternal life, all those things are useless. The possession of eternal life hinges on only one reality. And this is the possession of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. There's nothing else. It's only the possession of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. There's another profound truth that this passage asserts, that a person can know for sure that he has eternal life. You see, I do not have to wait till I die or till Jesus comes so that I can know my destiny. Praise God, I can know my destiny now. I can have that blessed assurance at this moment. There is still another truth that this passage shines lights on, that we know for certain if we have eternal life, if we have believed in the name of the Son of God. In other words, we receive or possess the Son when we believe in Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you the following question that determines your destiny. Do you have Christ in your life? I repeat again, do you have Christ in your life? Remember, eternal life is not based on how good we are or how we feel. It is based on our faith in Jesus Christ. And therefore, dear listener, I want you to make these three affirmations with me. The first thing I want us to affirm is to say, Christ died on the cross for me. Yes, Christ died on the cross for me. The second thing I want us to affirm is that God will receive me in heaven when Christ comes because he promised he would. And dear listen, I want you to remember, God cannot lie. God does not change. He is eternal. The last thing I want you to affirm with me is that I have eternal life because I have Christ. Having made those three affirmations, dear listener, I want to pray this prayer after me. Father, I praise you for you have promised eternal life to all who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. And your promises are for sure, for you cannot lie, nor do you change your mind. God, 
You are faithful in all your ways, and I thank you for the assurance of salvation that I have in Christ. Amen. Dear listener, we have come to the end of our program. Thank you for keeping me company. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 42276, called 00100Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Until next time, may our God be with you. I've been your host, friend, and presenter, Sambal Mahangi.
Tu n'as pas 